0: Well, hey, uh, tonight, glad you're here. Uh, we're continuing our love, dating, relationship series that we started last week. Um, by the way, last week was Valentine's. Did anybody have a Valentine last week? Anybody? One, two, three, four, a few of us. Uh, everybody say, aww. Isn't that sweet? Anybody in this room has a crush on somebody? We got a few few honest people, Yeah. We got a few honest people in the room. You got a crush on someone. Um, important question. Important question. How many of you, your crush is in the room right now? All right. Thank you for being honest, Jesse. Debbie? Yeah, okay. All right. Um, how many of you guys, let me ask this question. How many of you guys have ever sent a DM to someone and never got a response? Yeah? Think. All right, all right. Got some honest people in here. Um. Listen, listen. Next question. How many of you guys have ever texted someone? I guess this is for iPhone people. You've texted someone. You've sent a message to someone, and the bubbles pop up. But then no response. They left you on read. Yeah? Read? Read? But that's what I meant to say. Honest question. Okay, okay, here we go. Honest question. How many of you guys have ever been in a relationship before? Like, you, you've had a boyfriend or you've had a girlfriend. Yeah, okay. There's a lot of us. Like, I'm talking like a real one, Okay. How many of you guys are in this room, are single and loving it? Okay. We got some proud people there. Well, here's the deal. Listen, listen. I have been married to my girl for 17 years now. And I have been married longer than most of you guys have been alive. And, but I got to tell you, I got to tell you, I got a mad crush on my girl. Like she is something special, but she, and here's the deal, like she couldn't be here tonight. How many, let's thank Pastor Nick for leading worship tonight. Yeah, even though he's not in the room currently, but we'll let him know, we'll let him know. Um, but by the way, um, this topic of relationships, it's so important because uh, at this age and at this place in life, um, we, we probably never went a day, well... In, in recent times, without thinking about this topic, without thinking something along these lines. Although all throughout middle school, all throughout high school, there probably wasn't a day, if I'm being honest, there probably wasn't a day that went by if I wasn't thinking about some girl or was thinking about some kind of relationship. And um, But here's the deal, and I think we can all probably kind of relate with that, um, for from all the way from our seventh graders in the room to our seniors in the room, I think we can all kind of relate with that. How many of you guys have ever, honest, honest question? How many of you guys have ever spent time daydreaming about your wedding day? Be honest, you've spent, yeah, it's okay. Johnny has, you seriously, daydreaming about your wedding day. Yeah, every girl. How, I, honest, hey, hey, how many guys has, has actually thought about your wedding day? No? All right. We got no honest guys in the room. But here's the deal. Listen, the reality is, shh, this, the reality is the season that we're in right now that you guys are in right now is actually a really short season. As a student, it's a short season. And I, and I believe that God has someone for every single one of us. But I also believe that God has timing for that. He's got timing for that. The right person at the right time. And, and this is a topic, honestly, that is meant to be talked about in church. You know, a lot of times churches or youth groups or places will kind of avoid topics like this. But honestly, this is a topic that we need to be talking about. Because it's, if it's something that's on our minds so much and so often, we need to be talking about it more often. So that's what we're going to do throughout the series, especially, and, and, and coming up as well. Um, but God created us for relationships. God set it up. He designed it. He created the union between man and woman, and he said, it's good. So we're talking about cuffed, and we're talking about being connected to someone, because that's ultimately what we're all hoping to do someday. We're hoping to experience that connection with somebody. And I doubt there's in anybody in this room that would say, man, my favorite thing in the world is just being lonely. I seriously doubt there's anybody in the room. Maybe, 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 maybe you want some alone time. There's a difference. But I doubt there's anyone who would in, in the room honestly say, I just, I just want to be lonely. Nobody talk to me. Nobody sees me. No, I don't think that's true for anyone. Because here's the deal. We're all created. Listen, we're all created. We're all designed to have connection with people, to be connected with people with friends. Who, who in this room has a great friend? Yeah. Hopefully if you're sitting to him, you just raise your hand. How many of you guys in this room, you love your family? Yeah. yeah, Okay. Right. But here's the deal. We have, we have this desire to be connected to somebody. And the reality is, is that it starts right now in these years, and and some of us in this room don't quite know what to do with it. Like we've we've got all these feelings and these emotions, and we're like, yeah, like I don't know what to do. Like you know, and and so we're freaking out. And like if I've if I'm going to be honest, which I might as well, we're in church. I thought that I had good game in high school. I was about. Thirty pounds lighter, and not any taller. (laughs) But i I was always vertically challenged, and honestly, like half of my girlfriends were taller than me. Um, I thought I was good; like I thought I had good game. But the reality is is that um, that God is faithful, and and I love I love being married. I love being a parent. It's, it's, it's a fun, it's an enjoyable experience. I mean, it's angri if that's a word. It makes you very angry at times, but I love it. I enjoy it. It's, it's a fun thing, and I love being married, and I love being a parent. Side note, real quick. There's a lot of us in the room tonight who maybe you come from a split home. Maybe you come from a broken home. Maybe you come from a, a home where your parents are divorced, and maybe you, for the, for the most of your life, you've witnessed an unhealthy marriage, an unhealthy relationship. <clears throat> but I want you to know that, I, I want you to know, and I want everybody to catch this, that does not have to be your future. You may have seen this, you may have witnessed this, you may have experienced this in your home, or even in, in, with friends, parents, or whatever. You may have seen these things, but that does not have to be your future. Just because of what you've seen at home or what you've experienced does not have to be the same way for you. That does not define your future, your future relationships. That does not define your marriage. You can live to a higher standard. Uh, There was a student when we were uh, youth pastors in Joplin for a long time. There's a student, this young lady, um, and she would just show up at our house. Different days, different times, different things going on, and she would just show up at our house and just hang out and just spend time, and she came from a broken home, a split home. Her parents were divorced. Her dad was nowhere in the picture. She was raised by her mom, awesome young lady, but she, she eventually told us later on, she said, I just, I just kind of want to hang out with you guys. I want to see what a healthy marriage looks like. I want to I know what that looks like, so one day when I grow up and I'm able to have that, I want to know what that's like, and, and I'm not saying, like, our marriage is perfect. I mean, we definitely have our moments. But having a, a healthy relationship is, is what we're talking about tonight. It's what we're talking about through this whole series. And and I want to illustrate this for you guys tonight. Um, let's see. Could I have Max Poisoner to the front, please? And could I have Chad come to the front, please? You guys stand right up here. Stand right up here. Um, so Max, tonight... Is going to represent. We're not trying to be sacrilegious here, but he's going to represent God here tonight. So everybody say, "Hey, God." Face the crowd, please, Lord. Um, and we've got Chad, and Chad's going to be Chad. And and do you want a different name? No, I, saw, I love my name. Okay, Chad's a good name. Um, so here's here's the deal. We've got we've got God, and we've got Chad, and and and. Um, Here's what happens a lot of times we have this moment or we have these experiences or we have these times where we encounter God. It may be like at, at a camp or at a winter retreat or at a missions trip or I think or even at times that here on a Wednesday night where we encounter God and we experience the power and the presence of God. And we ask God to be a part of our lives. And, and we have this connection. We have this ability to connect with God. So Jed is for the sake of our story here tonight, is currently single. Sorry. Current, just for the sake of our story, is currently single. And so Chad, he, um, he, he has this connection. He's got this relationship with God and this connection with God. And, and God has created us for, for something. And he's created us. Um, he, he actually has created us to connect with him, to connect with God. And so here's what we're going to do. Chad and Max, come stand right up here. Come stand uh, kind of next to each other. Um, we are going to connect. All right. How you- I don't. We're connected. Chad is connected to God, and that's his relationship. That's that's who, you know, Chad loves God and wants to put God first in his life. And he's got this connection, and he's got this Relationship with God, so now he's he's connected to God. He's connected to his source. He's connected to his Creator, the one who can, the only one who can lead him and guide him. And so, if you notice, for Chad, only one hand is handcuffed because all uh, oh, kind of for the sake of illustration. But um, but we're connected with God, but we are also have a side of us or a part of us that is free to live out God's calling for our lives. So we're connected here, but then also we have freedoms here to live out God's purpose and God's calling on our lives. And this hand's connected, but this hand is God's asking us to use it. So let me ask you guys, have you ever had a moment where you know that your walk, you know that your relationship with God was awesome? And maybe like I said, it was sometime at camp or at retreat And we're connected, and and we have this desire to connect. And sometimes we can misplace or we can misuse this connection. And sometimes distractions come along. And I'm going to ask Gabby to come up. Isn't Gabby great? Stand right there, Gabby. And, And so now, all of a sudden, Gabby shows up. And so we've got God and we got Chad, and we've got Gabby, and all of a sudden, Chad's like, oh, hey, girl. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe they start talking a little bit. Yeah, they start talking a little bit, and she starts giving him the doe eyes. You know what I'm talking about. Like the, hey, you're kind of cute. Not bad yourself, Chaddy. And, uh, and so Chad's all flexing, and he's looking strong, and he's looking good, making eye contact. And then maybe he even actually gets the nerve up to talk to her and um, yeah, <laughs> to get her attention. And now what happens is, what happens is, is Chad, he starts to drift and he starts to drift and, and, um, and some decisions are made. And, and what a lot of people do in this moment is they, is they do this. They don't. A lot of people in their relationships, when they drift from God, it's not like they disown God and they're like, oh, no, 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 there's no more God. Uh, God is no longer anything to me, and I'm just going to go over here. What we do is we say, I, I, I still love God, and I still think God is pretty great, but I'm going to turn and focus my attention over here. So, Gabby, come over here to this side. So, what we start to do, oh man, I, know. Yeah. So step right over here. So what we start to do is we start to drift from God. There we go. We start to drift from God, and and, um, then all of a sudden, what happens is when we drift from God, we cuff ourselves to that other person instead of being staying cuffed or connected with God. And we all do this, and it may not always be in relationships. It could be a lot of times what we what we could be doing this maybe with music or maybe with movies or maybe with Netflix or maybe with things that we watch. We still saying, oh, God, you're still important to me. And I'm still going to go to church on Wednesdays or Sundays. And I think, God, you I think you're pretty awesome. And I'm not totally shedding you out of my life, but I like this stuff and I'm going to do this stuff. And so what we start to do is we start to drift. And so we like I said, we don't only do that in our relationships. But we do that with other things in our lives as well. Could be music, could be movies, could be things that we watch or do. I love you, God, but I haven't forgotten about you. And but God, this is so appealing, and we all do that from time to time. And we all and 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 God is still here. He's always going to be here, and he's always going to be waiting. and And we're not totally disowning God. And and, and but we've we've kind of let go of this one hand. And, and that we're, that's used to connect with God and with our calling. And th- then there's this other, the other hand that is meant to be used. One hand is meant to be connected to God and cuffed to God. And the other hand is meant to be for our calling. And then all of a sudden what we do and when we start to drift from God. Is that one hand gets cut cuffed to our relationship. And then the other hand does too. And then we start to drift away from God. And, and all next thing you know both hands are. Are together, and then God is somewhere in the distance, somewhere in the background. Oh, but they have this connection, and sparks fly. Can you feel the love tonight? Right? They're focused on each other, they love each other, they actually gave up all of their friendships for each other. Isn't it amazing? They, they, these guys, they are like relationship goals. Like every picture they post is a couple's picture. And like, it's so cute. But what I found is that in this scenario, we start to drift from God. Because your focus and your attention is on something other than God. And so God starts to drift out of the picture. And maybe you're here tonight and you say, Jeremy, well, what are we supposed to do? I really like this girl. I really like this guy. What are we supposed to do? I don't fully relate with this illustration because I want to have that connection. I want to find that someone. I want that person one day. Well, here's how we can do relationships correctly. We're going to take these handcuffs back off. Oh, man. You guys hang right here just for a minute. So here's how, what we're going to do. So I'm, I'm a firm believer that God is supposed to be at the center of our relationships. I'm a firm believer in that. And so here's what I'm going to do. Gabby, come stand on this side. Chad, you stand on this side. I'm not going to make you guys hold hands or anything because your hands are probably going to get sweaty. But here's I want to I wanna read this passage for you guys. And I want you to hear it. If you brought your Bible tonight, we're in John 15. We're going to start in verse 5. If you didn't bring your Bible, it's going to be on the screen if you can see past these three standing in front of you, but I'll read it to you. It says this, verse 5, it says, Yes, I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who remain in me and I I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do what? Nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask anything you want and it will be granted. Let me ask you guys, do you want a relationship someday? Do you want, maybe, do you want a healthy marriage someday? Not anytime soon, like don't don't rush into anything. Verse eight, it says, when you produce much fruit, you're my true disciples. This brings great glory to my Father. I have loved you even as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love. And when you obey my commandments, you remain in my love. Just as I obey my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I've told you these things so that you'll be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. I want to talk about real quick about this word remain for a moment. Remain in my love, stay connected. because here, here's the reality. When you remain in God, you'll find the right, healthy relationships. Like what do you mean? Like like what, what Chad did was so common in relationships. He was fully connected. He liked God. His purpose was clear. He was growing in his faith. He was being used in his calling. He was being used in his gift. Chad could even sing on the worship team. Nah, probably not. Yeah, <laughs> But he was being used in his gifts. And here's the deal. Like I said earlier, this sermon could be used about all kinds of other things. But how many of you guys know that we disconnect from God and we connect to a lot of other things in our lives? But the right thing is staying cuffed to God. And he will connect you to the right relationships. You're connected to God first. See, when I got married to Kristen, Kristen didn't give up her calling to be married to me. She didn't give up her relationship with God to be married to me. Honestly, that that's one of the features that really attracted me to her is her love for God. And she's really cute. But I I did not, I didn't give up my calling for her either. Any healthy relationship, any healthy relationship, God always comes first. Kristen would never ask me to compromise my love for God. I would never ask Kristen to compromise her love for God. I must be cuffed to God. And here's the beautiful thing actually, you guys can sit down, thank you. You've been sitting up there way too long. But here's the beautiful thing. We started out with these two couple, these two people. Um, what, what if we started out with these two people cuffed, connected to God first? And over time, what happens is he brings us that relationship. If we're connected to God first, he will bring that person. He, he was the one who brought Kristen and I together. Listen, you you, you will want a relationship that is connected to God first, and you'll want someone who's connected to God as well. He's the vine. We're the branches. Apart from him, we can do nothing. God must be the center. He must be the middle. He must be the most important thing in every relationship. See, it's in that remaining with God that brings the right connections. It's that connection, that first connection with God, that brings the right connections. We're designed to connect, but I trust God to bring me the right connections. We're designed to connect with God, but I trust him to put those other right connections in my life, the right people. And so sometimes what we do is we we rush the process. We feel this desire. We feel this passion. We want so bad to be in a relationship. We want so bad to to have a hug or to cuddle or to, to be able to post those cute little pictures. We want so bad to have these things because we feel this desire. And I gotta be honest, I gotta tell you guys, the desire is not bad. The desire to be in a relationship isn't a bad thing. But sometimes... We, we use it wrongly, and it damages us. See, every single person here who's here in this room tonight, and, and if you have a relationship with God, we, we've made this decision to connect with him. We made this decision to say, God, you're number one. And I, I wonder tonight where your trust is at with God. Where's your trust with God tonight? Maybe you're asking, "Well, God, everyone I know is in a relationship. Why haven't I had a found a boyfriend or a girlfriend yet? Like everyone is just coupling and I'm just alone." Well, let me ask you tonight, do you really trust God to bring you that right person? Are you really trusting him? If you are and you're in a relationship with somebody and and are are you connected with God first? Are you cuffed to him? Sometimes we leave God to go after the one or what we think is the one. But if you leave, you lose. If you remain, you'll gain. Remain in God. Remain in that relationship with him. You are the branch, stay connected to the vine. See, the reason I preach this tonight is that it always comes back to purity. Anytime, anytime we're in this place, we're in this moment talking about relationships and love and dating, I'm going to talk about purity. And purity is such an important thing in our lives. Purity speaks to the value of something. If something if people say something is so valued they're going to say it's pure and it's been untouched and it's been it's it's been taken care of. It's a far greater it, it purity runs far greater than It's an important thing. I don't know how else to say it. It's so important. It's greater than a lot of things. It's greater than that relationship. It's greater than that other connection. It's, it's the deepest parts of who we are. God wants us to be pure. And I don't, I don't know if you guys remember, those of you guys who were at retreat, if you remember Sam talking about this retreat, but he talked about going into this factory. And where where gold was made. And he spoke about this, and and he talked about how they what they do is they would they would heat up the fire and they put the gold in the 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 pots and they would heat up the fire and and it would start to melt the gold and and after the fire would get hotter and hotter, they would scrape off all of the impurities, and then that way it would be it would be more pure gold and then they, they would they would fire up the fire even hotter, and all the impurities would continue to come out. Of the gold, and they would continue to scrape it off until it was pure gold. We need to stay cuffed to to God because He literally wants to turn up the heat in our relationship to Him, to a place to where we're we're connected with Him and that He's purifying us so that the sin, that the junk, that the distractions begin to rise to the top, and He can scrape those off of our lives, out of our lives. He can remove those things from our lives. See, maybe you started a relationship with good intentions, but it ended toxic. Maybe you went too far. Maybe you pushed the boundaries. Maybe you went places that you didn't plan on going. That happens because you're disconnected from God. And maybe you gave in to some temptations from the enemy. But I want to challenge you tonight to get to a place of purity in your lives. Not just relational, but in every way. Some of you need to spend a, some of you spend a little too much time looking, and you need to spend a little bit more time remaining. See purity looks like peace, and you 'll find a true sense of peace when you 're cuffed to your heavenly Father when you 're cuffed to him, and that 'll bring purity and that 'll bring value back to you uh, we 're going to close tonight and and here 's how we 're going to close tonight um, Sometimes sometimes remaining looks relational. Sometimes it looks face to-face. Sometimes remaining is a little bit conversational. Um, and I feel like a lot of us, whether we'll admit it or not, are maybe we may be struggling with relationships. Like I stated earlier, I remember uh, I can't remember a day from middle school all the way through high school where I didn't think about some girl, or some relationship, or something like that. You're constantly obsessing about guys or about girls, and you're, maybe you're struggling with your purity. And those, those are the moments where you may be alone, and you're struggling, and, and thoughts start to creep into your mind. And here's the deal. We've got this great desire to be connected. We have such a desire to be connected. But you have to know that the desire must start with Jesus. It must start with Jesus. See, God isn't going to bring you a proper relationship when he's wondering if you even have a relationship with him. When was the last time that you just remained in God? When was the last time that you just